Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. These marriages are not perfect, but all in all, they seem to work. Marriage is an institution for grown-ups. It's like a love-hate relationship. There are no bosses in a modern marriage. He knows he's lucky to have a wife. Hello, everybody. It is Sunday, the 2nd of October. Happy October. Happy October. It's, um... I like October. Can, we do, can I do my intros? Go on. It's uh, over here, it's swimmer, driving test dropper offer, um, eye test fixer, uh, switch repairer, Simon. <sighs> and over there, it's solitary house cleaner, begrudgingly, it's. Uh, that's where you're going to stop, isn't it? <laughs> Switch turner offer. No, it's swimmer. You've done a bit of swimming this week. It's uh, busy quizzer. Got some busy quizzes coming up. It's Laura. Morning, Laura. Morning. And this is our weekend uh, weekend review episode. Few things to talk about today. Thanks for all the good feedback on the interview episode. How long ago does that seem? Yeah. It that seems. Oh two my weeks god! Ago. This week has been hellish. Crazy. Oh. Crazy. I mean, let's run through some of the things that have happened this week. First, hugest news, the end of masks in Dubai. Yeah. That came in on when, Wednesday. Well, Wednesday it started. Wednesday it No, started. Wednesday was the last day. Wednesday was the last day. Thursday it started. Thursday it started. Yeah. Thursday, that's just a couple of days ago, which to me feels, again, yeah. like two weeks ago. So now the rules are you only have to... We had to wear masks just now where we've been. Um, but the masks are off. Yeah. And uh, the master off in school, which is the biggest, I think. Yeah, we, we mentioned this, didn't we, on the last one about this? That it was starting. 
Yeah, we talked about how excited the kids were. Yeah, well, how yeah. was it? You know, like everybody is so ecstatic. There were some really nice videos of classes taking the masks off and throwing them up in the air. And it's lovely. Yeah, and the, the the sad side of it is I've heard stories about kids not wanting to take their masks off because they've got so used to wearing them and they've almost used them like... Comfort blanket. Yeah, exactly that. And, and that's quite sad. Yeah, having the fear. Well, I've, funnily enough, I straddled the uh, masks on masks off period by doing a couple of school visits this week. I did uh, two schools. Yeah. And um, one of the schools, everyone still had the masks on. Yeah. The next day was supposed to be a mass off day, but this school was still kind of enforcing it. Most of the kids had the masks oh, really? on. So, yeah, uh, but the school visits are finished now. Thank goodness. They were exciting, but they were exhausting. <laughs> so bet. this is, I go along and I do an assembly and play games and give Imagine away. Imagine being a teacher. Load of prizes. Well, the teachers aren't dealing with them being like they're at a mental boy yeah. zone concert. No, they're, no they're not. Boy but, zone. But the teachers have to be like. <laughs> Great reference. Hey, today we're doing nouns. Woohoo. Let's get this exciting. You know, imagine that. But that's not going to get them screaming, you see. No, it's not. But you've got to find that like. Every word I say made them into maniacs. Yeah. So, and I, I'm tired. The reason it's been exhausting, I've been doing the breakfast show. I covered breakfast for the last two, three days of the week, uh, which is my old shift, which I did for many mm. years. It was really weird. So weird. From for me as well. Like yeah. like suddenly hearing you back on, on the morning school run and Yeah, got some lovely messages, which was nice because you wonder, you know, it's what, about five years ago I stopped doing the breakfast show. Yet you wonder if people that will remember. And I got so many nice messages. So big thanks to anybody who's listening to this who sent you nice messages. That was lovely. Yeah. Great feedback, you know. But I've got to say, as far as having a life goes. The afternoons are better. Yeah. I get to spend time with you in the morning, get to swim, get to plan my show. I was literally getting up at four o'clock, rolling out of bed into the car. Yeah. And I did that, I mean, for the first probably 20 years of my career. I did yeah. breakfast radio. Yeah. That's mental, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And, it, and the weird thing about it is, which I'd forgot about is, at two o'clock in the afternoon, it feels like eight o'clock at night because yeah. you've been up for so long. I'm like, how is it still day? Yeah, no, it's... Really weird. Just knocked me right off kilter. So I think if I was to do it again, it would take me a little while to get back into it, you know. But anyway, back on afternoons from Monday, which is nice, and uh, which is very nice, actually. <laughs> um, so that's been good. Some big news in the house. We got our Panini sticker albums. Yes. Now... I want to mention... Chris, who does them, if, if anybody's interested in getting one, I don't know how much stock he's got, but you, he's, he's a kind of a acquaintance sort of friend of ours. He's a teacher at one of the schools here yeah. in Dubai. That's where we know him from because we do the school fairs at this school. But he also has a side hustle of selling retro football kits. In fact, his uh, handle online yeah. is at RetrosportifDXB. Have I got that right? That sounds about right to me. Yeah, it's retro something. Let me make sure I get it right, because I don't want to... I'd hate to get it wrong, you know? Uh, I'm on TikTok, which is a totally wrong place to be looking. Anyway, he's, he sells it pretty... Yeah, oh, retro sport if. Yeah, sportive. sportif, like yeah, the cock sportif. sportif. Retro sportif DXB. Right, uh, look him up if you want it. You can probably contact him through his socials. I don't know how many he's got. And I also ordered 100 sticker packs... Yes. Off of the Amazon. Yeah. 
Well, we put a few in, but last night the stickers arrived. We opened, what, 10 packets? So that's 50 stickers. Yeah, it was exciting. We and were we spread them all out on table. We all sat around coffee table. And, woo, I've got a gold one. Woo. Yeah, we got some ba- shinies I badges. I got the England 66 team. Which is, I, for my money, short of the actual shiny World Cup, the England 66 team has got to be one of the best stickers in the book. I think so. You know? I think so. Yeah, no, it was fun. And I, it was taking me back. And it's funny because I was saying, like, because our kids don't get to go to grandparents every weekend like no. we used to. So we're almost doing what the grandparents would have done back. Yeah, all them little treats and all yeah. them, little, you know, you go around to, and funnily enough, it was at my grandparents that I got the panini stickers. Exactly, yeah. So I'd go to my grandparents for the weekend and then they'd, yeah. they'd often buy me a sticker book, uh, me and my brother a sticker book. Well, I'm Martin. Yeah. You don't like me saying I'm Martin. Betsy doesn't like it. Who's I'm Martin? Well, his name's Martin. And so it's Martin, your, yeah. your, your uncle. Why you say our Martin then? And I'm like, it's our Martin. The That's only how time talk. I've ever heard this, other than you saying it, is is uh, on Johnny Briggs. Remember that TV exactly. show? Ah, Not Johnny. only do I remember the TV show, he's a friend of the show, Yeah, he? he is. The he dad. Is. Um, so, yeah, our Martin was still living with me nana and granddad. Yeah. Because uh, he's only seven years older than me. So he was like a big brother to me. Yeah. And he kind of... This is what happened. He'd got a pile of swapsies. I would say, what's that? Eight centimetres high. Yeah. So hundreds of swapsies. Yeah. And what he'd do is, I think I got a spare sticker book and he let me have his swapsies. Ah, uh, right. Which was very okay. nice of him. Yeah. Scotland, seven, uh, no, it's 78. Was it Argentina, 78? But anyway, it was the year that England were in it. But there were so many different types. I can remember having a Care Bears one, which the, the special stickers were fluffy. Like, so you you imagine that. For girls. (laughs) (laughs) Pink and fluffy for girls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, it was such a treat to have a sticker book. So that's why I'd said, right, let's let's get the girls a sticker book. Yeah. And initially... Girls brackets me and you. Initially you were like, oh, it's going to cost a lot of money. Because they do, by the time you buy all the stickers and everything else... It's, uh, they reckon on average, it's going to cost you about a thousand dirhams to fill the book. But then we were like, Let's just do it. Let's do it. And it was so nice last night. And it's so exciting. Yeah. You know, we've had a bit of a rough week and a couple of things have happened. So last night to sit down with the girls, do the stickers, see the... And all four of us were mega excited. Yeah, yeah. Wasn't it great? Betsy was like, it's like a lottery ticket. It's like opening a lottery. I was like, I wish it was. I wish we had that many lottery tickets. Right. I am as excited as a child. I've come back this morning and wanted to open one. I thought, (laughs) I thought I can just do a packet on my own while you're not here. That's how alcoholism starts. I just have a drink. It's only nine o'clock in morning. You dare open a packet without us. This is when you know you're a dad. And I think this is a sign of being a great dad, by the way. Last night, we all got a packet each, right? We were going to open one packet each. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we all opened them. We got our stickers out. I think you got a badge. Honey got a team. Something like that. Betsy got nothing. We all, we said right. We'll open one more package each. For, dish yeah, them out. Yeah, yeah. I tear mine open. You see a bit of gold. And it were like Willy Wonka. I tear it and I just saw it wasn't the first sticker, but it were a few back. And I, so I started pretending to busy myself. I said, "Oh, Betsy, can you open this one? I've got something to do." Seconds later, <laughs> she's. I've got a golden ticket. I you know, knew. She, I knew. And you know what? I hate kids. <laughs> <laughs> because 
I love getting the stickers out. But did you not see I went all mum as well? I started letting everyone stick them in while I, I became the peeler. Well, this is a sign of our OCD, isn't it? Because joint marriage OCD, I think we've got. Because what we did is we cleared the coffee table before the book even got put on. And we've opened, I think we've got 10, 50 stickers all over the table. We sorted them into teams yeah. beforehand. By the way, we've not got a single double yet. No. Right? However, there's a lot of players who look exactly the same as each other. And I'm not, this is not a racist, they all look the same. Oh, no. I'm talking about European teams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm getting badges. I'm holding them up to you. I'm going, they've got different names, but it's the same photo. Like, footballers have all got the same hair these days. Yeah, yeah. But it was just a wonderful evening. And uh, between now and the World Cup, we've got... We're so excited about the World Cup. We've got some World Cup quizzes coming up as well. Oh, that's going to be great fun. Yeah, and probably some events and stuff. Now, if you look onto our socials, by the way, at Catboy92, at Laura, not Laura, um, you can follow us on Instagram stuff. But if you look on our Instagrams or Catboy and Laura on TikTok, you can see a little video of last night doing the stickers, right? And it's confession time. Shall I do a confession? Right. This is new. I've ordered another 100 packets. Oh. <laughs> so, we ordered 500 stickers, <laughs> right? The book takes 660 stickers or something like that, right? So okay. By ordering another 100, I've overshot the runway by miles. But that does mean we've got a great chance of filling the book or having enough swapsies to go. Because Chris, who's all uh, retro sporty yep. DXB... Yep. He's organised at the Jam Jar in Dubai in our cars, little trendy uh, uh, coffee shop place, bar. He's organising swapsy nights and swapsy breakfasts, right? So you can go along and do your swapsies. Right. So what we need to do is cane through these packets. Then I'm going to need to do a spreadsheet, aren't I? We are. Well, when we used to do this at school, you'd have your packet and you'd sit with your mate. He'd have his pile. You'd have your pile. And he'd go through his first. He'd go. And you, as he put them down, like, yeah. you'd be going, got got, got, yeah. need, got, yeah. got, need, need, got. And he'd put them into a separate pile. Yeah. And then you'd get yours, got, got, need, need. And you'd trade off. Two, yeah. two normals for a shiny, obviously. Right, okay. Two normals for a team, I always said. Like marbles. Yeah. So yeah. Um, I, th- I think we're going to... I can't remember if I've ever actually fully filled a book in my life. I don't think I have. So this is... We are filling this one. Okay. You know, I've put a lot of money into this. <laughs> So that was great. Um, I don't know why you confess that, by the way, because there's constantly Amazon packages. Just, oh, what's this now? I mean, yeah, we got... Are you? Let me tell you what, you're bringing this up at the start of October. We are coming into <laughs> silly Laura time, where you become the little elf at the North Pole. So let's not get into this packages arriving every day, because for the next four months, my heart's going to be beating faster and my blood pressure's going to be going up every time our doorbell goes. Yeah, um, yeah. Driving lessons. Yes. Quick mention of this. Um, we promised Honey for a birthday last year uh, we'd get a driving lessons. Yeah. Now, how's it working in Dubai? You can't start them. No, well, in, in, in the UK, as soon as you're 17, you can start learning to drive with your parents, can't you? you can mm. As long as you've got your provisional driving license, you can start. Here, you can't actually start learning until you're 17 and a half. So she's... And you can't take your test until you're 18. No. So, you know, middle of the year is she was 17 and a half. We finally got around to registering it and then you do your theory and off you go. But yeah. The steps involved in the Dubai one. I mean, the England one's this. And when I did the England one, by the way, there was no theory. So the England one, you did 
I ten did lessons. It. I did it. I was one of the first. And then you took your test. Yeah. You had to read the Highway Code. Yeah. I'm going I'm to get Honey the British Highway Code because it's such a cute book. But uh, that was it. Yeah. Did you do theory? Yes, I was one of the first that did it. It, it was like all multiple choice online. I have still got a paper driving license. I've not got the proper me picture neither. driving no, license. No, me neither. But so, in fact, I don't even know where it is. So this is the thing about the department. And I don't want to get into it because it's too boring to explain. But when you go to the driving institute... There is a picture of a road on the wall, and it looks like, you know, like a swirly ribbon like that, back and forth, back and forth. And all along it, there's numbers like one, two, three, four. It goes up to about 20. And every step of it is something you've got to do. Yes. So you've got to do eight hours online theory lessons. Yeah. Right? Then you've got to... You've got to have an eye test before that. Oh, the eye test. Then you've got to take a mock theory test. Yeah. Optional, brackets. Then you've got to take the theory test, and then the road's got a little arrow back. If you fail, you have to go back. But if you pass, you move on, and then you can start your lessons, your 20 hours. There are so many I know, steps. I know, right? And And without your permission, she can't, she couldn't have even... Yeah, oh yeah. And she can't have a male driving instructor without my permission. Yeah. Without my permission and a two quid fee. So, um, I took her, classic Dubai... We phoned about 50 places yesterday, didn't we? It was doing my nutting. And then we decided on the way when we're going forward, they said, oh, well, we're open this afternoon, come down. Yeah. So we get the envelope, tenancy agreement, Ijari, passports. Visas. Visas. Emirates Emirates ID ID cards. Big wad of money. The lot. We drive down there, we walk in, there's one guy working. Yeah. Big building. There's one guy in the entire building. And he's seeing somebody and there's two other people. I'm like, all right, there's not many people here. And he looks round at me. I'm stood at the desk for ages, the reception desk. Nobody comes because it's just him. Yeah. He looks round and he goes, oh, uh, it's four o'clock. Yeah. We're only open until five. I'm like, that's fine. Where do we get the eye test? It's not open Saturdays. Brilliant. Like, oh, they just told us to come down. Yeah, we don't do eye test Saturdays. Okay. Well, can we do everything else? Yeah, yeah, but I've got two customers. <laughs> I'm like, it's, it's four o'clock. You've got an hour to do, yeah. You're shooting at five? Yeah. I mean, it's probably best if you come back. Oh, yeah. So when I got a honey eye test yesterday, anyway, we took her back this morning. We've got it all done. All the shenanigans. It was a lot. Once you're there, it's actually not that bad. Yeah, yeah. We got it done. I took a photograph of her with a car, uh, the driving test car, the, the one that you have lessons in, sent it to you. <laughs> what did you text back? I just burst into tears, yeah. <laughs> I, do you know what? Explain. Because... And like Betsy starts putting on a silly bloody Enya song afterwards, laughing at me. She goes, Mummy, don't cry. And I said, I'm not, I'm not. And she goes, Is it happy tears? That you, she goes, Is it that thing that your kids are growing up, Mummy? <laughs> like, and I'm out full of coffee and only went then. And I was like, <laughs> She's like poking you. Come on, cry, cry, baby bear. <laughs> but oh, it's, you know, that this, this whole thing, like, if you've, if you've listened to the podcast, you know that we've been on this journey with Leo going to uni and it's like you're grieving, you know, that initially. And Every parent listening will know this. Yeah. Right. I wish we'd started this podcast 10 years ago because the things you go through in life, like we've what we've been doing this a year and a half now, this podcast. And yeah. we've been through the kids going up in school, Leo leaving home, honey preparing to leave home, driving. There's been some big things going yeah, on. Yeah, well, this is it. and th- And then all this, you know, like... Over the last couple of weeks, we're having to get to the point now with Honey, like making the final decisions on which drama schools and unis that she mm-hmm. wants to go to. So, you know, like 
it's all that's all starting to become real and then seeing that photo because leo chose not to drive he didn't want to drive so we we didn't go through that bit with leo so seeing that photo it's like that's one more thing that they're growing up and that they're leaving you know and it is only a few months away before honey's going to be gone yep and it's just like oh my gosh that you know like yeah and then (laughs) gosh i'm gonna cry I think, gosh. Listeners, extra listeners. And then I dropped Betsy off at Performing Arts, her DPA. And she got out of the car. And And she had a beard. (laughs) She had big boobs and a beard. But then the seat next to me was empty. And I'm like, this is what it's going to be like. So you're in an empty car. Yeah. Yeah, I'll tell you what, it was not what it's going to be like because you're not going to be in a seven-seater tank like yeah, you currently and are. and I won't be driving around all the time, like taking my kids <laughs> here, there and everywhere. I know. You're going to be sat at home. But I'm going to miss it. That's that thing, isn't it? Like, you know, don't moan about it. You're going to miss it when it's gone. Honey and I have had this conversation, right? I say, I've said to her, as much as I hate the school runs, these are our last few together. Yeah. You know, these we have a conversation. However mindless the conversation, whether we're talking about... Things but you do you not find that when you're in the car, you talk to people, you talk to each other. And I always, oh, of course. I, I mean, you take honey now, but I, I used to take honey and Leo. And I used to, in a weird way, enjoy that time because they talk to me. Not with Leo, because Leo tended to fall asleep every morning. Uh, <laughs> no, he did. You did used to have chats, perhaps on the way home. But, you know, like, yeah, it's. Uh, oh, it's good talk time. But, yeah, it's just, it is a weird, it's a weird feeling knowing that. I've got to go through that again because I feel like I'm not over Leo yet. No, you know. No. Well, you never will be, will you? Firstborn. He's going to come on with a wife in about 20, you know, maybe 10 years. Am I going to be like Victoria Beckham? And no, but you're going to be like, oh, crying. It's too soon for him to get married. I'm like, get him married. You can get <laughs> married now for me. Um, so, yeah, emotional time. Yeah. But great. I'm just so excited for it. Oh, no. And I think, you know, she, the fact she wants to do it. And it's so great now because you can... Um, transfer from a UAE to a UK, UK license, like really easily, which is brilliant. Um, we watched Bullet Train this weekend. I want to recommend it. I had to do some arm. Do you know what I had to do last night? I had to fix the switch, which has took me a week. Yeah, because it's been broken. And then I had to download Overcooked, the game that you love playing, which is just the most manic. Anybody who's played it will know. <laughs> uh, most parents would not go anywhere near that game. It's the only video game Laura will play. No, no, no. I think what it is, I don't know. It's it's quite an OCD game, isn't it? You know, like... It, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think... I'm not, I'm not thinking, oh, right, I've got to do the lunchboxes, the washing, the da-da-da-da, which I have every day. I have like this routine of things I have to do in my head. Like they just replay in my head. Have I done lunches? Have I done uniforms? Have I done... Yeah. That? And then this game is that, but it's not It's not me actually having to do it. So in a weird way, it's me, it's taking me out of my thoughts yeah. and, and takes me somewhere else, like making, making fake burgers and pizzas. So we've had this mad manic week. We normally play that game at least three or four times a week. And on weekends, we spend a lot of time on it, right? <laughs> Honey plays it with us. She won't be for long, though. She's going to be leaving. Um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and um, it's nice family time. Yeah. Right? It's fun. We shout at each other. It's just a laugh. It's been broken. I got it working. Yeah. Well done, you. But I wanted to watch Bullet Train, right? So the payoff was... Can- can we watch Bullet Train? And you're going, no, it's not a film. You're the only one who's going to like that film if we go and see it, right? Well, to be fair, Honey hates watching those kinds of films. Yep. Betsy, I didn't think she'd like be into it. No. I like Brad Pitt. Um, 
But when I saw the trailer, like, I don't like stupid films. You know, like spoof films and I, I find... Come on. You, you Deadpool makes, makes um, what do you call them, superhero films good again. Spider-Man makes Superman... I like Spider-Man, but I don't like Deadpool. I don't Deadpool's like, good because it takes the mick out yeah, of the genre. Yeah, but I don't like... That's what I don't like. That's a spoof, isn't it? Like, I don't... Well, not a spoof. It's still got a ton of action in it and it's got emotion. I like I like Spider-Man. I like it, but I don't like that thing where they become silly and like... You Wouldn't say, you rather watch Deadpool than a Marvel film, for instance? Because Deadpool's got plenty of adult humour. It's it's taking the mick. I'd, I'd rather not, not watch either of them, well, to that's not the question, is it? Uh, well, no... There's only two roads. There's not a road down the middle. So anyway, Bullet Train, I, the, here comes the pressure, because it's like, oh, nobody wants to watch it apart from me, and I even like, well, I'll go upstairs, you watch one of your stupid documentaries, I'll go upstairs and watch a stupid film, and um, so then we play Overcooked for long enough that you melt a bit, and you're like, yeah, we can watch it then. Well, well two hours later. You said you were going to get me with the massage gun on my hip. <laughs> oh. two, two hours later. Honey had fallen asleep, the bit she had seen she liked. Betsy Pearl was raving about it because she loves Japanese culture. Yeah, um, I wouldn't recommend it for for 10-year-olds, though. Little, oh, it's very violent. It's very, very violent. violent, yeah, some nasty kills. But Betsy, she's been brought up watching stuff she shouldn't be watching and hearing a all, lot of words. All three of them have. Yeah, and uh, I think even you have to say it was a good film. Yes, I, I, I liked it. I liked it. I didn't mind it. And it, it's got some great actors, some great cameos, stupid action it Brad Pitt's is, brilliant. It is stupid. Uh, What's his name? Aaron Taylor-Johnson. What brilliant. I will say is I actually liked the ending and the whole, the the backstory of... It was good how it all came together. That part I liked. I like, you know, I like a story. That's yeah. all. Yeah, it was better. I'll tell you the last one of these we watched was the one with Ryan Gosling where he's a secret agent and it was in Vienna and Rome and all sorts. And it was yeah. non-stop action from beginning yeah. to end. And I didn't mind it, but this just blew it away. Fantastic soundtrack, fantastic imagery. I loved the songs. Very funny. Some great comic pieces in it as well. Yeah, I absolutely loved it. So that's Bullet Train and Overcooked. Uh, Right, you ready to catch up on a bit of news? Go on then. By the way, we are still trying to get Laura's mum on to do uh, the Penguin story. We've just been... It's been... It's been too busy. So I'm going to fly through these, and I just want your opinion on them, right? This is the news you may have missed this week. Uh, Here we go. Right, first one is new research that came out this week saying that our diets are not much healthier today than they were 30 years ago. So, I mean, obviously you were younger, but think about your diet in your late teens, let's say. If anything, I would say it's the opposite. Like, I would say we're less healthy nowadays. No, that's what it's saying. It's saying that we're not much healthier now than we were back then. Yeah, yeah. So, but I'm saying I agree with that, like in that, I wouldn't expect us to be much healthier. I would expect us to be worse. Well, it says people are eating more healthy vegetables and nuts than ever before, but are also consuming more red meat, not us, more fizzy drinks, I'm going to say not us, See, that surprises and more salt. Me. The, the meat thing surprises me because I would say a lot pe- more people ate meat 30 years ago than they do now, especially red meat. Even just three, four years ago, what they do is they do it on a scale of naught being a junk food diet, 100 being a perfect healthy diet. The average score of the average person's diet was around 40.3 in 2018. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. And it was only a 1.5 gain from 1990. So like in a 30-year gap. Yeah. I would say our diet now, since we've got back this summer, is probably in the high 80s. Uh, we've got a great diet these days. Yeah, and I would say when, when during COVID, when we were, do, we had, you had more time to cook. And I think that is a lot of the thing, is that having time to actually cook from scratch. Love cooking. But you got to make time, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and now it's so easy to order takeaways in, around the world, you know, I get it. I get why you get in from work at six o'clock at night and you're like, oh, should we just have yeah. a takeaway? I get it. Oh, it's it. so easy. And now the apps. Uh, women are more likely to have a good diet than men and older people ate more healthily than youngsters. I think that's true of us. Yeah. More educated adults and kids with better educated parents also found to have healthier diets than their more disadvantaged peers. No crispy pancakes for the posh, <laughs> is it? So, um, Well, I think you and I and possibly Honey and Leo would be vegans in the uk yeah definitely if we, if we had more available we'd be vegans eight dating red flags you need to watch out for Go on. I, I find one of these lists every week and i love it so you've got your uh, bell there so think back to the start of our relationship is this what you do or what i do no i want you you're judging me on this okay the dating red flags right number one they refuse to call it a relationship after a few months of dating no number two you don't feature on their social media after a few months. No. Number three, they never initiate dates. No. Number four, <laughs> there's a power imbalance. Um, no, I don't think there is, but I think um, I... <sighs> I don't want to say you like you are famous, but you know, like <laughs> don't you, say that. No, no, but you know what I mean. I think that that was I struggled with that in yeah. that wherever we went, it was like, oh, can I have your photo? Or you know, yeah. pe people. But that's not a power imbalance. Is no, it? but I, I think in my own head it was. Yeah. You express your feelings to one another differently. No, I think we're both no. very loving. One of you is keeping secrets. Well, you you did with with your ordering, but other than that, uh, they won't <laughs> compromise. Um, we're both quite bad at times. But I do think, I think if I'm we don't compromise, we end up killing each other, so we're still alive. Yeah. Your friends or family hate them. <laughs> don't hit that bell. No, no. I think we're all right with everybody, aren't we? I think my parents like you more than they like me. So Probably, yeah. I can understand why. So on the eight dating red flags from the start of our relationship... you got no dings. Yeah. Now, do you want me to do it on you? Let's move on. <laughs> no, no, no. 
This is a really quickie Loch Ness Monster. There was an idiot, a paranormal investigator, Scott Ron Holiday, saying that Nessie does exist, but exists in a parallel universe. You're an idiot. <sighs> Crazy socks are in fashion. This is your next one. How does a professional man express his individuality? You know, the tie is apparently out, the crazy tie. Yeah. Let's be honest, these days most men look exactly the same. They all look like Dubai real estate agents, don't they? Yeah. Tight shirts, tight jackets. The trousers are too tight and too short. I hate that look. And then horrible slip-on shoes they all wear. Well, apparently, according to some top fashion experts, Vogue editors, stuff like that, the crazy personality socks are in fashion. You wear them, don't you? I do. I'm more, I'm new to it. I'd say six months, you know, since my first pair of crazy socks. I I find the crazy sock quite sexy. Do you? Yep. I don't, but... No, on you, I mean. I like, yeah. I, I like it. I like it. So... Uh, I don't like it when you wear the full outfit, the full Greg's outfit. <laughs> <laughs> I've got Greg's socks on now. Um, it's only 90 days. No, it's a little bit less now. It's probably just over 80 days till Christmas. Well... At the start of the podcast, when I said I like October, because I like that something something starts happening, you start feeling Christmassy, and yeah, I'm getting there. And you know, like we've got a lot of birthdays coming up, and this year obviously we've got the World Cup as well, and oh yeah, I just I, and then the way the I don't know the the leaves change and everything. I just yeah. like all I'm saying is get into Gap, get into H and M. There's a couple of stalls in the mall selling them really cheap. Get the wacky socks. Yeah, yeah. Get them for your dad, your uncle, your boyfriend, your partner for Christmas. When they open them, they look disappointed. Go, uh, editor of all. <laughs> there you go. Did I mention this to you in the week? I don't know. We've not mentioned it on the podcast. I know. Uh, Bedeal and Skinner, Three Lions is coming back for the World Cup. They're, they're redoing it as a Christmas song. Amazing. I mean, they do it nearly every four years, don't they? Yeah. And uh, they've done so many versions of it. I actually read this story in the week but this morning in bed I was listening to Frank Skinner talking about it on the and he sung the first line go on then so it was something like um, watching the lionesses win so they've mentioned the lionesses uh, and it's going to be about Christmas and it's going to be about the well World anything to stop I love sausage rolls or whatever is that's exactly what I said I'd rather have three lions as a Christmas number one Another sausage roll, and he's been naughty anyway. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. So that's it. That's expect that to come. Uh, the the release. I think they're filming the video for it right now, uh, but um, it'll be out to coincide with the start of the World Cup. <laughs> unstaffed restaurants opened in Oxford. A totally unstaffed restaurant. How? It's a ramen restaurant, which is pot noodles, basically. Yeah. You know the noodles. Uh, you can subscribe to it. Right. Daily, weekly, or monthly passes. It's open 24 hours a day. So is it like a vending thing? Sort of. So there's no waiters, there's no managers, no nothing. Yeah. You have to put a code in to get in. You'll have an access card. Like when you go to use a bank machine in the middle at night. Remember that? Yeah. And uh, then you go in, you select your noodles, they come out, you can get drinks and stuff like that. And you can have unlimited noodles. Really? I think it's £1.70 a day. Right. Wow, that's, that is a weird concept. I don't know if I like it. But imagine our son. I was going to say for students, it's a great idea. Twenty-four hours a day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cheap, isn't it? Yeah. And uh, you know the students do love their noodles. But my favourite thing is no tipping. Right. I'm yeah. not tight, and I don't mind tipping, but it's awkward. I yeah. never know if I've given enough, or I, or I'm angry that I've given too much. I don't like the, and I know they they've been told to do it, but 
is everything all right? Again, and, and this is how in sync you and I are. We've got our prep periods in sync <laughs> because I've, that's exactly, you've always got a mouthful of food. Yes. And they're over your shoulder. Is everything all right with your food, sir? And I only know a couple of people that would go, actually, no, it's not all right. This is wrong with it. Like, I yeah. just go, mm, yeah. If I was ever on the table and somebody did that, I'd just fall off my chair. I think I'd faint. Yeah. Like a narcoleptic. I'd just be damned because I'd be so embarrassed. I'm too British for that. Um, there's a worrying new trend, Laura, which you're going to hate. It's, it's infiltrated the final outpost of tech-free solitude, the shower. You can now buy phone holders <laughs> for the shower. You know, more and more phones these days are waterproof, splash-proof. Yeah. I think yours is, mine is. Yours is not concrete-proof, of course. But um, <laughs> Wet ha- concrete. having your phone in the shower. Um, for music, I don't, you know, I don't mind the listening to music while you're in the shower bath. I don't think you should be watching stuff. I don't know. I, don't, it's just, I just don't get it. Oh, well, no, it's just, you've got to have that downtime, surely. It's, it's meditative. Well, I found myself sometimes, I get in the bath and then I'll pick my phone up and then I'll start either doing a quiz post or replying to texts that I've left for 24 hours because I've not had a chance to sit down. And then I think, I'm again, just actually switch off. Switch off, you're in the bath. Like, yeah. you know, but yeah, uh, nah. So it's a no for the shower phone holder? Yep. All right. There's an Amazon package coming in a couple of days. Just ignore it. Just leave it. Just don't <laughs> touch it. All right, I read about that on TikTok. I'm going to talk about TikTok again now. We actually did this experiment the other day, didn't we? It's a, Obviously, we're confirmed vegetarians, almost vegan. Betsy Pearl does love a chicken McNugget. So I see this thing in the... This made it to the newspapers, by the way. The, the papers love a TikTok story. Yeah. A guy's like, guys, you are eating your chicken nuggets wrong. He says what you got to do is open the nuggets. Yeah. Put the ketchup in the lid like everybody does for dippy dippy. But then you close it back up vigorously shake it like you're shaking a cosmopolitan or something. Yes. Then when you open it again, it's almost like the nuggets are marinated in uh, sauce, every one of them. Yeah. When you told me about this, I totally disagreed with it. I We've now done it. I still totally disagree with it. I think it's rubbish. I think what a stupid idea. Like, dipping is much better. You don't have to get grubby fingers. It just made... I mean... Ugh. But the thing is... Betsy Pearl has got that tactile issue. She won't. She doesn't like certain things touching on a plate, yeah. and a bit. Of, she doesn't like her egg wet getting well, mixed I'm up amazed. with the beans wet. She let you even do it. Well, I think because I told her it was off TikTok, she was like, "She oh yeah, anything off TikTok." <laughs> so we did it, and it does absolutely coat them, doesn't it? Every nugget is red. Every yeah. every bit of every nugget is red. And you said, "Well, she won't eat them because she doesn't like getting the thing." And she did go and get a fork. Yes. Right? Yeah. Which is fine by me because her fingers are disgusting. <laughs> but um, did I tell you she's actually asked to become a vegetarian for? Oh, a you're bit. joking. She, well, she wants to Stop try. October. Let's get her to do it for Stoptober. And the fact, you know, because with all of our kids, we've never said, you know, like I, I've been a vegetarian all my life. You've been a vegetarian for years. We've never pushed it on any of them, nope. and they've all chosen one by one. So yeah. the fact that she asked, I was quite, I was quite pleased. She's a little animal fan, isn't she? But yeah, as in not eating them. Surprise, surprise. She thought, she gave it a ding. She gave it a, the uh, McNuggets thing, didn't she? No negativity whatsoever. No. So I think that's good. Well, she was just happy you let her have a McDonald's. Yeah, she got a bonus <laughs> McDonald's. 
Showbiz news. Mm-hmm. Gwyneth Paltrow celebrated her 50th birthday by posing nude, covered in only gold paint. Oh, she does my head in. Right. <sighs> Did she just think she sits every day going, oh. I've done fanny candles. Yeah. I mean, she's never going to top that. I know. Nothing is going to top. it's so annoying. Like. A tuppence scented candle. Right. Nothing is going to top that. And uh, it's just, I don't know. Look at me. What was the other thing she... I'm not saying she... she I'm not about, saying women at 50 can't get naked, by the way, because I think a lot of women uh, get more beautiful as they get older. It's nothing to do with that. It's just that thing that she has to do things like that to get attention. Did she? Is she the one who said uh, on her goop, was it her who said that, you you know, during the summer a good idea was to put a rocket lolly in you? Probably. It was What's probably that? her. She's always saying... She said some things like that, hasn't she? Or is it salad? But it's like she's got to go, hey, everybody, I'm I'm quite sexual, and even though I'm yeah. above 40, look at me. Girls, it's all right to constantly... Everything revolves around your tuppence, right? If I came home and you were shoving red cabbage up there, I'd be like, come on! <laughs> Stop it! It's ridiculous, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Although the candle did make me laugh. I've, I've not... You know, we went into... Be- what's it called? Bed and Bath and Body Works or something? Bath and Body Works. Yeah. We went in the other day. They got a sale on. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> and I said, right, you can pick a candle each. What do you do? You walk in and you have a good old sniff for all the candles. Yeah. I don't know how I'd feel about picking up the Goop Tuppence candle and having a good old snort. Nah, nah. It'll be yeah. like the, um, I don't know, cheesy sea salt. <laughs> <laughs> the Goop cheesy sea salt candle. But um, she did a picture... This, you know, when you're a celebrity, there is a certain kind of celebrity who you've got to do a naked photo. It doesn't even if I'm on a diet, right? And I'm, it's not going. I, I'm trying my hardest, right? Yeah. Even if I got down to my dream weight, yeah, and that's probably thirty kgs away. If I got down to my dream weight and I put on a bit of bulk, yeah, and I looked fantastic. There's no bit of me that would think. Better put a picture up in the buff. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I think you're the same. hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, you'll send me them ones that you only get one look at and then it disappears, but, you know. (laughs) All right, moving on. Last bit here. Dieting news. This is bad for me and you. Dieting news from Spain. If you want to fight the flab, you've got to eat an egg every day. The same. According to research boffins, it doesn't matter if they're scrambled, fried, poached or boiled, as long as you're eating them. It's all good and well, but if you were eating an egg every day, we would not be sleeping in the same (laughs) bedroom. Well, I don't eat eggs full stop, so... Yeah, we're not into the eggs, are we? We've gone off them. Yeah. It's bad because I miss a lot of stuff with eggs in. Well, yeah. No, it's not one I miss. Because there's the air fryer thing. You, I don't think you've... You know, like, air fryers have got trendy. Yeah. We've had an air fryer since our relationship, right? And we've always been a bit embarrassed about it because it's... I actually thought it was quite a chavvy thing to have in your kitchen. Well, air fryers are the new bread makers, are the new coffee machines, Oh, right? yeah, the mums love talking about which, all, which is the best air fryer. You know, all the... What would you call them? All the COVID pizza oven bread-making knobheads. Yeah. In fact... That's who can be our nomination for Nobbit of the Week this week. <laughs> They're now on to the air fryers. Well, I don't know, but... Air, air fryer Nobbit. Air fryers, even before then, people were starting the whole trend with it. But we use the air fryer for chips. The thing is, what, what you're... 
told to use it for, right? We'll yeah. put chicken nuggets in for Betsy. Yeah. We'll put whatever, veg, vegetarian things. We'll put samosas in there, you know, if we're having a curry or something. Yeah. People now are doing their, you know, like reinventing the wheel. Okay. So I told you the other day, the big trend at the minute is the cheese toasty in the air fryer rather than putting it in a toasty bag or under the grill. Yeah. And what you do is you do a normal cheese toasty. Yeah, yeah. But then what people are doing is they're getting a cup and on the top of the cheese toaster, you push the cup in on your soft white bread. Right. And you get an indent, crack an egg on oh, that. Oh, yeah. So it becomes like a fancy toast, you know, and everything's fancy. A uh, croc, croc, madame. But I saw one the other day and it was a, what do you call them things? The wraps, taco wrap or whatever, you know, tortilla. Yeah. This is a news story. A newspaper had given this column inches. Someone had put, they'd cut a wrapping off, so it's a semicircle. They put a bit of cheese, a bit of tomato paste, and a couple of pieces of um, salami, pepperoni, whatever. They'd folded it over, yeah, covered it in an egg wash, put it in the air fryer, and that they, they were calling it a calzone. <sighs> That's not a calzone. Oh, I yeah, I hate food stories. Like when you when sometimes you say to me, oh, oh well, like the chicken nuggets one. Uh, yeah, but that's a stupid one. I liked the one with the wrap where you fold it into four. You know where you cut a slice and you put something on a quarter, fold that quarter over, yeah. put something on the next quarter, and you end up with a fan shape. Yeah. Almost like a waffle when you buy a waffle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, a crepe. Yeah. But you end up with all nice salad and ingredients like that. So I don't mind that. Don't get me wrong. There are some things that come up that look great, but there's a lot of it about in there. Yeah. So I think for me... This week, knobhead of the week is air fryer knobheads. Okay. I think we're going to wrap things up there for this one. I thought, how long have we done? 42 minutes. It's short for us, that, isn't it? Shall we see if we can get hold of... Right, we're going to pause now and we'll come back if we can get hold of Gayley, mother-in-law, your mother, extraordinary liar. <laughs> it's ringing. <laughs> Hello? Hello, Gay. <laughs> Hello. Hiya. How's it going? Hello. All right. Yeah, how are you? You didn't think you'd be up yet, but I said you'd get up early. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I know. She gets <laughs> up for the dogs and everything. But uh, So, Gay, we're recording you. All right. So, But you can oh. say whatever you like. But um, we've just been talking on the podcast about, well, a couple of things, really. Laura says she thinks that you and Dennis like me more than you like her. And I'd say that's true, right? <laughs> <laughs> It's all right, Mum, you can say the truth. Tell it, be honest, Gay, come on. <laughs> don't be stupid. She's of course been... I don't. Hey, be careful. <laughs> <laughs> all right, now, the, the real reason we've got you on, as I have often pointed out on this uh, this podcast, I love you to bits, but you're an outrageous liar. <laughs> I've told people about the ghost pipe, whatever it was that you used to say, and... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you thought you saw a pipe floating. But then a story came out the uh, other day. A friend of mine, one of her students brought a kitten into school in the school bag, right? And I said, that reminds me of a story my mum told me about a penguin. Do you remember this story? I do. It was do Sharon want... House's son. Who was it? Sharon's Kathy's friend. Sharon? You know Sharon. I... Yeah. How did I never son. know? Sh- right, okay. I okay. know who Sharon is. You know who Sharon is. Well, her son went to London Zoo on a school trip. What zoo? 
London Zoo. London Zoo. <laughs> Laura thought it was some well, zoo I, in Southampton. I thought you told me the story years ago, and I thought you said it was one of your cousins from Southampton Zoo. Don't be stupid. No. Laura. Don't be stupid. I don't think it was <laughs> okay. as recent as this. Go on. So carry go, on. Go on. Tell us okay. more. They went to London Zoo, and anyway, when Sharon picked her son up from the trip, he ran indoors, ran in the kitchen. And then went upstairs and shut his bedroom door. Yeah. Which she thought was odd. So when she went upstairs, he was on the bed with a baby penguin trying to feed it a penguin chocolate bar. <laughs> See, I oh told my you. God. I told you there was a penguin chocolate bar in the Absolute story somewhere. Bull- <laughs> She's done it again. She's done it again. Gay, come on. It's the absolute truth. And then Sharon <laughs> ha- was absolutely beside herself and then was moaning like hell because she had to then take a- go to London with a baby penguin to give it back. And <laughs> it, it took all. Right, do you know this story is 100% true? Yes. So this kid has managed to get a penguin from London Zoo back down to the New Forest where you are without nothing, anybody noticing. His, his little bag's going all crackers all over the place, probably making quacking Did they come noises. back on the school bus? Like, is that... Did they yeah. Go, right? And then he's managed to get home. <laughs> he's running out. His mum's like, our London Zoo. Can't stop, Mum. Got to pop now upstairs. Bit I can't understand about this story, right? Because I thought, like I said, it was one of your cousins. So I thought it was years ago when zoos weren't as... High security. Yeah. So how long are we talking here? Well, T- ten years well, ago? Well, Sharon's kids are... In their twenties, so it, they're younger than me, and they and London Zoo. So you're talking 1990s. Yes. This kid has managed to scale that fence with all them people looking and get a little baby penguin in his bag and back to Southampton. Well, all <laughs> I know is this story. You can confirm it with Kathy as well, because Kathy ah, so did, was the one who was telling me about it the next day. Right. So Sharon told Kathy. Kathy told you. Right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So many people have since said. I've heard this story. It was at Bristol Zoo, and then someone else said, no, it was at Edinburgh Zoo. Edinburgh Zoo. Then somebody else said it was at Flamingoland, and everybody knows somebody who knows somebody whose son nicked a penguin from a zoo. Like, <laughs> it's like a penguin pandemic. Yeah. Uh, well, whether it's... I, I was just told it as it was an actual, <laughs> and Sharon was going mad because she had to go take a trip to London Zoo during the evening. But Gay, two minutes ago you said you knew it as absolute fact. (laughs) (laughs) Well, now we're going to have to get Sharon on. So now we know who it is. I'm going to have to get Sharon on, yeah. Get to Bomber's story. I'll speak to Cathy to confirm it was Sharon, (laughs) but it's a awful long time ago, but I'm pretty sure it was Sharon. I put it on an expat Facebook group and just said, does anybody remember anything that disrupted school, you know, such as the story about the penguin? And so many people commented with different versions of that story. So it's amazing that it's one of these things. Well, now we've got a, a mystery, right? We can, yes. But we can actually dig into it. Yeah. The Penguin Saga. Yes, it, it goes on. We've been back here now, what, two months? We've been back since we saw you. Any, yeah. Anything else happened out of the ordinary? The, has the ghost cat been back in your kitchen? Has the been any UFOs <laughs> over the Solent? nothing that odd all right well gay thanks so much for that we i mean we have this is probably part one yes right we've got at least we've got two more leads from gay to uh, speak to now kath and sharon yeah there we go the mystery deepens thank you so much for that have a nice day yes stay mysterious gay see you later see you mum okay bye. bye there you go what do you reckon to that well i'm shocked even when we told her 
that it's an urban myth and loads of other people. She just went, nah, 100% true. <laughs> yeah, but the penguin eating the penguin. I love your mum, right? She's very sweet. Do yeah. you not think some of these people might be like, you know, believe this. Old floaty pipe gay. She'll believe <laughs> this. Let's tell about the penguin one. I don't know. I'm, I've, I've messaged Sharon. I've messaged her. All right, well, maybe... But, but then if it's not Sharon, she would, then by the end she was like, I think it's Sharon. This is the most exciting thing that's happened on this podcast for a long time, <laughs> isn't it? We're, 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 we're like mystery... Apart from when you lifted your top up the other day because you got hot in here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we'll leave it there. Thanks for listening, everybody. And we'll uh, you can get in touch, husbandandwifepod at gmail.com if you've got any updates on the um, on the penguin story or you've got a version of it or you know some. If you want to out somebody who's told the, you know, the bull story... Then do let us know. I mean, wh- why wasn't that in the news? If your tortilla wrap was in the news, why wasn't a kid stealing right. penguin from London Zoo Let's in the news? Let's look in the news archives. Let's do some online research to see if there's any stories about it that's ever appeared in like Daily Mail or Sun or something. Yeah. All right, that's it for episode 120. I hope you enjoyed that and we'll see you next time. Bye. the end imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt now imagine them getting even softer over time that's what you'll feel with bowl and branches organic cotton sheets in a recent customer survey 96 percent replied that bowl and branch sheets get softer with every wash start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come try their sheets with a 30 night guarantee plus get 15 percent off your first order at bowlandbranch.com code buttery exclusions apply see site for details hey it's Paige desorbo from giggly squad high quality fashion without the price tag say hello to quince i'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters sleek leather jackets fine jewelry and so much more with quince being 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands and they partner with factories that prioritize safe ethical and responsible manufacturing i love that Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.